my daughter, like the most heartbreaking thing that's I've ever seen happened on Sunday. Uh, oh, so no. we have squirrels that live in our neighborhood. And so my daughter, uh, put a handful of walnuts on our front porch so that they, that way the squirrels get something to eat. Cause it's been below freezing here the last couple mm-hmm. of days. Oh, yeah. She was just trying to be nice to the squirrels. Right. So this, this one squirrel, this is so bad. This, this one squirrel t- took one of these walnuts, gave it a little chomp. And then immediately darted across our front yard into the street and got hit by a car while she was watching. (laughs) No! (laughs) And she's like, mommy, daddy, the squirrel got hit by a car after it ate one of my walnuts. And I was like, I didn't believe her. I was like, oh, okay. Maybe she's just playing an imagination game. And I went Mm -hmm. out there to look. And sure enough, the squirrel had uh, been hit by a car. And when I walked by, had just at that moment been ran over by another car a second car (laughs) oh my god (laughs) and so i had to go out and scoop it up with the shovel and we had to give this squirrel a proper burial (laughs) Mm -hmm. so oh my gosh so i mean you're not in bangor maine but you are in the opposite end you're not in the northeast you're in the northwest yeah and you just buried something that got hit by a car in your yard is this a pet cemetery situation? <laughs> yeah, I was is like, this, is this squirrel going to come back to life? Yeah, she was like, you know, why can't we bring it back? I was like, sometimes dead is better. Welcome to the Part-Time Podcast. My name is Chris, and this week I'm joined by my full-time friends, Tim. Ahoy, hoy. And Addison. Addison! We're on episode 100 this week. That's right. We are on our 100th episode, triple digits. (laughs) Keeping it a hundred. A hundred. Yeah. And a hundred episodes might not sound like all that much, but when you release a podcast basically every week like we've done, there's been a few weeks where we've done, you know, taken a week off, but... Essentially, we've done it like every week, and recently we've mm-hmm. been streaming, you know, like pretty, pretty re- semi regularly. Uh, that's like almost three years, you guys. Like, it's, it's a long yeah. time. Uh, yeah, it's. I was thinking back on the this morning, actually, kind of like knowing that this is going to be episode 100. Mm-hmm. And just thinking about the camping trip that you and I took, like, r- like a, two weeks after we started doing this. Yes. And we were like, out in the mountains, like laying in the back of my truck, looking <laughs> at the stars, butts. like <laughs> like giggling about how like awesome this show is going to be. Yes, and well, it's it's been exactly that. Yeah, so we've, we've probably took us like thirty episodes to really like find our stride. Yeah, yeah. but even then, like episode one through thirty, still hot garbage (laughs) i I think that there's some really good stuff in our first handful of episodes that is really hard to find because of the terrible audio quality yeah Uh, and we apologize for that but (laughs) there's some good stuff in there um if if it were possible for us to re-record those with the same exact way they were done we would do it but unfortunately Mm. we can't do that um and if you've stuck with us since that beginning, thank you. Um, if you've gone back and listened to those episodes after hearing us now, I'm sorry, but <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. We've always had the philosophy that like we're doing this for us, right? Like this was right. something yeah. that like was born out of us doing it to uh, make like have a good time with each other and like the pod, like people enjoying it as a podcast is sort of like secondary. And I'm yeah. sure everyone listening is like, yeah, I know, we get it. Like, <laughs> we, we can totally understand that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is definitely about us. Like, we worry more about, like, that we're going to have a good time right? rather than anybody else. Right. But we're yeah. super glad when people do enjoy it. Right. My, my plan is to outlive both of you. And once you've both died, 
Then I start from episode one in my old folks' home, uh-huh. and I just start listening to one a week until I die. Okay. <laughs> cool. Yeah, that way I, I'm never away from you guys, really. Oh. No. That's, that's so sweet. sweet. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like how we die first, though, in this scenario. Oh, okay, fine. You're murdered first. <laughs> okay, all right. And you're the one who did it. <laughs> I'll never tell. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank thank you everybody. Not to get like too you know like self congratulatory for just putting out a hundred episodes of something, but <laughs> you know like it, we put work into this. Now I, I it might you might not like hear it, but <laughs> we put a lot of work into this, and uh, uh, we hope you're enjoying it. We could we still continue to enjoy doing this. Otherwise, we wouldn't do it. Like that's literally mm-hmm. the only reason we're doing this is because we enjoy doing it. Um, and it's uh, just and all that like sweet money that we're getting. From <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nabisco money. <laughs> if, if I, if I just do a quick, uh, mental tally, uh, we're, we're in the red on this podcast, almost a hundred dollars. <laughs> so <laughs> no, way more than that. Oh, it's way what? more than that. I think, <laughs> like- on my end, just, just to host the podcast. And like mm-hmm. all of the web domains I bought and rerouted to our website, <laughs> uh, we're into it. About, I'm into it about a hundred bucks. And then you guys bought equipment, right? So like, yeah, you yeah. Know. I think just our mics were like a hundred and forty, hundred and fifty. Yeah, at least like a hundred and ten. Yeah, each plus the audio interface. And then, like, I've been spending money on lights. Yeah, there's... <laughs> you can't tell. Maybe, like, our lighting, still trying to figure it out. This room is hot from all the lights. <laughs> yeah, it's 38 <laughs> degrees outside right now, and uh, we're sweating in here. Yeah. <laughs> sweating in the club. Um, so, uh, just in case anyone doesn't know, like, you can go to our website, ptpod.fun. Uh, that will take you to our podcast page. And there you can leave a voicemail or voice message for mm-hmm. us. And we got a few of them this week from uh, our good buddy, Nautilus Smithers. Hell um, yes. Nautilus. So excited about these. <laughs> yes. And I, I mean, I was going to try to put one on the stream, but it was just, it was, I, I didn't have time to get it ready for that. But um, uh, Nautilus, you know, he, some of them are just for us. We're going to keep those. It's just our little secret. Uh, but... <laughs> Uh, he had, he had a little bit to say about the, um, uh, the screenplays we did last week. That was fun to hear. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then he asked us about games that we play, uh, and and like maybe play together. Like I, I, he mentioned Halo. I've also been playing the new Halo. I think Tim, you've been playing the new Halo. Yep. Yeah. I play, I play, I I didn't buy it. And so I'm like playing the multiplayer uh, version of it. Um, but it's pretty fun. Yeah. It's, I mean, they have not changed the movement in that game a bit from Halo 1. So like, the, the meta is just run towards someone shooting and whoever melees first wins. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And if that plasma pistol, yeah, still fucks dudes up. Oh, nice. Yeah. 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 But it's, it's basically like a, a full shot with a plasma pistol and then a pistol whip dropped immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So, we we would love to play games with fans. Uh, that would be super fun. So I mean, we yeah. we all ha- we all play stuff on Steam. I've got other platforms we can play on and stuff like that. But uh, uh, if we if if people wanted us to do like a special like stream where we're where we're also playing, like that would be fun. Uh, we we've got yeah. some yeah. social games where we could play. Like we've done Among Us that would, with a, a, a different streamer. That would be fun. Yeah, yeah. We should do some Jackbox with some fans. Oh man, Jackbox, Jackbox would be, would be so, so fun. fun. Yeah, yeah, we should do a Jackbox night. Um, um but yeah, like uh, Nautilum on on Steam, I have probably like six or seven games. Um, and it's Roosterfish five five nine. Um, capital R, capital F. You want to uh, friend me there? I don't know what you do. Yeah, your friends on <laughs> friends. On yeah, Steam, yeah. Right? You put yeah. If you want to put me in the friend zone, uh, I'm Skittle Sandwich on Steam. Uh, you'll know it's me because you'll see a picture of Bob's from Bob's Burger scowling at you. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, mine's EMT underscore Fish Two. Um, it used to be Addison Disease, but I changed it for Rust because <laughs> you we didn't want to get like, doxed. <laughs> we were getting doxed. Yeah. <laughs> we <were> getting doxed. <laughs> um, I put it in the chat. Um, if you add me. Um, it's a picture of somebody going like, 
like head head palming. What do you call it? Face, face palming. Face palming. Forehead palming. Yeah. 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 It's a it's a person face palming. Yeah. Because they have a. Uh, yeah. So my image is like an actual picture of a rooster fish. Yeah. Um. It's yeah. You'll find that. Um. So yeah. Add, add us there. Yeah. And uh, invite us to play games, and we'll we play. Yeah. We'll we'll talk about doing something maybe mid month, end of the month, maybe to do like an actual stream where we game. Sure. Yeah. We got to figure that out. Yeah. Because I think we'll have to. We'll have to schedule. When I say it. we, yeah, I mean, <laughs> Chris mean is going to have yeah. to like create a new um, template there for right. the stream streamlabs. Yeah. Um, that would include three camera views. Oh yeah. So we couldn't be touching each other's butts at all on stream. <laughs> yeah, you two would have to be at a different in a different house or something um, yeah. to do it. Oh, that's true. Well, I could yeah. bring my laptop over to yeah. your house and all your cameras and lights, <laughs> and all my cameras and lights. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Show and up with like a like a, a moving truck. <laughs> <laughs> Tim shows up. He's got all his cameras, all his lights, his laptop, his leathers, his whips, his chains. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and he says, "Hey, I'm here to play." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh speaking of announcing your presence uh addison have you do you have any like emt stories to tell us should we enter the ad zone oh let's uh enter the ad I told Tim about this one, um, but I had an interesting call where it was a young guy on a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. He was going, did I not tell you about you that You didn't one? tell me about this. Oh, man. No, I'm, let me get my beer. <laughs> okay. So it was a dude riding a motorcycle. Uh, he's going like 60, 65 miles an hour mm-hmm. on Moody's Boulevard, just past oh Moody's gosh. Grove. You guys, I so I used to ride. Yeah. Like, I put 150,000 miles on a harley um in like a matter of two years yeah used to ride a lot um i will never get on a motorcycle again yeah yeah i can't believe i did that you used to ride yeah how did we do that dude we so dumb it was so cool though you know i guess yeah <laughs> oh chris thanks what's up dude yeah welcome um so guys going 65 miles an hour uh-huh they, in a in a thirty five mile an hour zone, by the way, right. And a car switches lanes, uh-huh. tries to brake, can't brake in time, slams into the tailgate of a truck. Oh my gosh! And uh, so we show up on scene, and the dude's bike is like destroyed on the side of the road, and he's just laying flat on the ground. Oh! Luckily, fire and PD is already there, so like they've already like made sure he's not dying or not dead, not dead. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And so I walk up and I'm like, holy fuck, dude, this is going to be so fucking gruesome. Because we, we know what we're like driving up to. Right. And luckily, dude's wearing a helmet, dude's wearing the the jacket, the gloves. Um, he's okay. wearing, just wearing denim pants and, and shoes, but, you know. Um, so he's like bleeding pretty bad from the side of his head. Um, it, but he seems like he's conscious, he's awake. He's going to be okay. I, I bet you the worst that happens to him is probably like a broken wrist. Wow. Yeah. But, uh, it's super pre- lucky. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Cause like we, we loaded him up on a, on the backboard, put him in the, in the ambulance and like drove him to the hospital and we get to the hospital. There's already like a trauma team ready waiting. Uh-huh. And one of the doctors is outside waiting and he's like, Oh, you've got the motorcycle kid. And I'm like, yeah, I got him. And he's like, man, motorcycles so stupid. I'm like, yeah, but they're so cool. He just shakes his head like, <laughs> get out of here. Yeah. Get out of here, kid. I mean, I was all about it until I got in my accident. Right. I mean, obviously. I mean, it's it's like the most dangerous thing. Like, you're just yeah. on top of this, like, flammable object that goes as fast as you want. Yeah. Surrounded by metal objects that, like, will destroy you. Yeah. 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 I mean, I've ridden probably 140 miles an hour mm-hmm. like flat out and like not had my hands on the bars like <laughs> oh, le- with cruise control set like leaning back relaxed oh god that, yeah. i'm like so fucking dangerous. oh man I- i'm having like anxiety just listening to that 
<laughs> oh, dude, yeah. I bought another mat- motorcycle after my accident. Mm-hmm. Rode it maybe five times. Every time I rode it, full-blown panic attack. Yeah. It's like, terrifying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no fun. Yeah. Um... Well, oh, if yeah. you, wear, wear, wear your helmet, please. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, if we want to talk about things that are like super cool uh, and feeling cool, um, I've got something that will get us all in the mood. Oh, take us oh, there, my Chris. God. Don't, 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 don't. Uh, so I was walking through my local library the other day as, as one does. Right. And, uh, you know, contemplating, you know, just how cool it is to be in a library. Uh, and I stumbled across probably one of the greatest books I've ever seen. Um, Mm, okay. And it is written by none other than, uh, Mr. Snoop Dogg, D-O-double-G himself. Oh, wrote a book. Oh my God. And it is called, I'm going to, I'm going to just like put it up here on the camera. It's called from. Crook to cook. The Snoop Dogg cook. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So I I went ahead and I like planned out, you know, some meals that we could all have from Crook to Cook in here. Uh I've got I've got a breakfast. I've got some some snacks for munchies. I've got uh-huh. a, a lunch, a dinner, and then if we have time for it, I've got he has a section called uh whining and dining. Nice. Um but guess just, just who do you think who do you think wrote the foreword to this book? Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart. Yeah, yeah. you are correct. <laughs> yeah, they're like best friends. It's uh-huh. so crazy. Yeah. Uh, so this book, like, it came out a couple years ago. This is new to me. So when I saw it, I was like, "This is amazing." Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to get this book, and I'm going to cook a recipe from this for family dinner on fr- Sunday. Nice. Um, but Martha Stewart. In this, she talks about like how much of a BFF she is, uh, and how much she loves uh, that Snoop puts puts cognac in his mashed potatoes. Um, <laughs> she says, "Not only has he taught me new lingo and cultural references, he has surprised me with his unique cooking techniques and recipes." <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I feel like that is the most uh, white lady like borderline offensive thing she could say but you know they're besties so whatever so let's get started with breakfast here right so that we're gonna we're gonna get started off uh real you know just pretty easy this is called the smoothie that's right s-m-o-o-v-i-e smoothie smoothie um and snoop says uh he writes a little thing before each recipe he says you've probably noticed i've been going bodyguard hard in the gym (laughs) (laughs) he says yeah i've been hitting the weights running drills and taking care of the mind body and spirit i also got to make sure i finish a workout with my favorite smoothie i don't just be smoking green i drink my greens too (laughs) oh my god uh but it's just a regular green smoothie it's just like a smoothie with fruit in it and like some spinach right so like they're not like the ingredients aren't weird it's just the fact that he writes like all of these are like snoop dogg themed uh the things he writes in it are really funny so you got you got the smoothie which is just like a couple cups of spinach you throw an orange a banana uh, coconut water is a protein powder in it, so that way when you go body- bodyguard hard in the gym, you know you got you got some energy, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Um, replenish those electrolytes, mm-hmm. yeah, proteins, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm there's, just, I'll, there's there's no weed in it though. No. Oh, we'll get there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he had. Well, we're gonna move on to the section called OG Munchies, right? And I'm gonna show you the page here. Uh, this is what he considers his OG Munchies. Uh, this is just a bunch of cereal. <laughs> uh, and it's just nice. it's like regular cereal. It's Lucky Charms, Honey Nut Cheerios, Wheaties, Fruit Loops, and Peanut Butter Cap'n Crunch. Hell yeah! Wow. Um, for Wheaties, the top he write, of my mouth is bleeding. Those cereals. <laughs> for Wheaties, he writes, uh, <laughs> Snoop Dogg. Uh, he's like next up collab. Snoop Dogg presents Weed Ease. <laughs> now that's got a ring to it. 
But I want to read you what he wrote here for Cheerios. Okay. He says, now there's Cheerios in the yellow box, but we on a higher level. When a bowl of those dry ass O's won't do the trick, get down with the brown. I'm talking about those Cheerios in the brown box. That little bee stung those O's with that sweetness that makes your taste buds pop. (laughs) (laughs) Especially when you get that special craving. Know what I mean? Uh, I mean, that is like my go-to Honey Nut Cheerios. Is your go-to high snack? That, that's like my go-to cereal, period. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. I, I, You know what? Honey Nut Cheerios are probably, if I'm going to eat a cereal and it's in the cupboard, it's I'll pick that. Unless yeah. there's like uh, um, uh, Reese's Puffs or Cap, mm. not Cap'n Crunch, um, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Mm. God, see, I can't do either of those. Mm. Yeah, not a fan. You got that weak I mouth. Almost- yeah, I almost never eat breakfast. Uh-huh. I'm like a co- just coffee and go kind of guy. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But if I do eat breakfast, it'll be like a legit breakfast burrito or a homemade egg McMuffin. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Now, didn't you just make a bunch of breakfast burritos and freeze them? Yeah. Yeah, I made like uh, 18 of them and then put them on the fridge. So it's uh-huh. like, oh, I want to have breakfast. Here's a breakfast burrito. Yeah. I made it for you. <laughs> yep. There you go. That's this. Yeah, think ahead. Smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, so we had the thus movie for breakfast, and then we uh, we okay. just had some Honey Nut Cheerios for our snack. Yep. Now it's time for lunch. You're getting you're getting you know your, your tummies are rumbling. It's time for lunch. Well, now we're gonna have the chop it up salad. And <laughs> he writes, <clears throat> a boss midday delight. When I think of famous gangsters, I think of none other than Vito Corleone. Yeah, the Gowd father. He spells it G A W D. Gowd father. Oh my god. <laughs> but we all know that Vito was a little too gordo. But me, the dog father, they don't call oh me god. slim with the tilted brim just because. Oh my god. <laughs> but best believe you can keep a gangster at a meeting with the bosses without slurping up a plate of that pasta. Keep that shit all the way, G, and pull out a salad on the asses. <laughs> I love that you wrote this. Like, yeah, this is great. Try to make a salad seem cool. Right, yeah. yeah. You want to be a real gangster? You got to have some artichoke hearts in your yeah. salad. You better be using that kale, you bitch. <laughs> he says, but let them know ain't nothing sweet on this side of the table. We got that salami, and you already know that we get in that provolone, too. God. <laughs> so grab the sharpest knife you got and get to chopping. Capiche? Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then great. he has a really lovely recipe for like a chopped salad. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, thanks, Snoop. Yeah. Letting us know we can be cool eating salads. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh next we're gonna move on to dinner. Alright. So this is gonna be like uh I've chosen a dinner that you can make for two. So like you okay. know maybe maybe you got a special someone coming over, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and this says serves two with leftovers. That's my favorite type of meal. <laughs> so is that serves three? Right. Yeah. How many <laughs> leftovers? Like how much leftovers are you dealing with? Like, what's the Tupperware situation need to be for this? Does he tell you? He, he doesn't. No. He oh, just says oh, serves man. two with leftovers. Um, this is called fotisserie chicken with vegetables. Oh, it's bacon. So, Faux as in F-A-U-X. Fautisserie chicken. And Snoop writes, Don't act like your girl really thought that rotisserie chicken you served up on your whack-ass date night didn't come directly from the local supermarket. (laughs) 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 You ain't no... You ain't fooling no one but your own dumbass. (laughs) Quit acting like flipping one of these birds is reserved for... Uh, those in fancy floppy chef's hats. You can do it just like Adam Sandler in The Water Boy. Oh my god! <laughs> Pop this thing out on her, and now she ready to rock with you. Like the homie MC Breed said, "Ain't no future in your frontin'. Never was, cuz." Oh <laughs> uh, and then he probably has uh, maybe the hardest recipe to follow that I've ever seen. Uh, mm-hmm. Look at this thing. Tell me if you think you could follow. 
how to do the steps in this recipe with all these like boxes oh that are like different colors and stuff. What's it? Why? Yeah. Do I do, I do columns or rows? Yeah. Why it, did he do this? I don't know. It's art, I guess. Oh. Uh, it looks cool, but it looks it's also uh, impossible to follow. So yeah. right. Uh, you might wind up actually just getting a rotisserie chicken. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, they're five dollars, right? Like yeah. to to make this thing and like go and get it's going to cost you twelve, fifteen bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we had uh, the smoothie. Then we had uh, for snack. You know, you got your honey and Cheerios. Then we had um, chop it up salad. And chop it up is like chop it up with an exclamation point, and then salad. Yeah, like you're chopping it up with the homies. Oh, yeah, yeah. like Damn, you're catching up. Bro. Yeah, you don't know chop it up. <laughs> I no, sorry, I have some black friends, but I, I mean, you know, way more people than me. Apparently, that's <laughs> not. I don't think it's like a black thing. It's you don't like, think so? No, like you chop it up with people. Like you catch yeah, up. Yeah, like, you chop it up. Yeah, let's go chop it up. I've said that. <laughs> he Cultural says it all the time. Uh, then we got. The fotisserie chicken with vegetables. That's your dinner. It's your main course. Mm-hmm. And afterwards, you're going to serve bow wow brownies and ice cream. Oh, man. Is this Here where we, we get go. the weed in there? Yeah. Yeah. Do we get some weed in the brownies? <laughs> he says, My greatest recipe is bow wow brownies. The key is to make sure they're really nicely baked. If I really want to take it up a notch, I might even add a dash of my secret ingredient. A sprinkle nice. of Snoop's herbs and spices really gives these things a kick. Well, that's not how you put weed in food. Yeah, I thought you had to do, like, the weed butter yeah, or whatever. Yeah, you make butter. Right. Super easy to do for brownies. <laughs> uh, he says, they'll come out of the oven smelling real aromatic. And a couple of bites will leave you feeling like you're on cloud nine. This is why you really bought this book, right? So what the hell are you waiting on? Get baked. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um I can Oh go ahead. Oh I was just gonna say I, I have a story about a weed brownie. Do you? Yeah. Is it about uh, Mau brownies? No. So I used to go to this dispensary when I lived in um LA all the time. Uh I well I lived in LA all the time, but I also I went to this dispensary <laughs> all the time. And they had a brownie there one time that was two hundred and fifty milligrams. That's a lot. Yeah. So like to put in perspective for people like Chris, um, <laughs> like when you get like those little gummies, like, like to, 10, edibles, right? They're like five to 10. Yeah. Yeah. So this is like 20 times <laughs> that amount. Um, and so like the point of this brownie is you're supposed to like cut it up into pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the problem is when you get a brownie like this, right? Like you eat a little bit of it and you start to get high mm-hmm. and then you're like, I got the munchies. I got the munchies. We eat more brownies. But also, like, you're feeling <laughs> great because you're, like, baked on an edible. Right. So, like, I ended up eating this entire brownie oh my one God. night. I was at home by myself. Yeah. And I got so high that I got scared <laughs> of, like, every noise in my house. I couldn't have the TV on. And I'm, like, sitting on... I had, like, an L-shaped couch with a chase lounge. And I'm, like, sitting in the in the corner of this couch with a blanket on. And my roommate comes home. It's, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm still just sitting there because I can't sleep. I'm so high. Yeah. And he's, like, are you okay? And I'm, like, I can, like, hear color right now. <laughs> and there's weird noises all through this house. And there's, like mariachi music playing in the neighborhood and i'm really scared right now and he like sat there for like four hours with me while Aww. i was like coming down off this brownie yeah pretty fun. <laughs> what a good roommate yeah good times. <laughs> shout out to nick hansen great guy um so after the brownies if you're like you know this is like when things are starting to get a little bit more serious right maybe your house mm-hmm. guest is, is staying over a little bit longer um, Ooh, okay. You can pull out this recipe. This is called dipped and whipped strawberries. Mmm. Um, Saucy. Yeah. There are it. there are six steps to this when I feel like there should only be two. Right. Um dip and whip. That's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, there are six they're like this is pre- this is a really involved recipe, uh, where you have to like melt your own chocolate and like uh, you know, strain things and whatever. But uh, the copy here, what we're going to read, the words are, are, are the important part. 
Mm-hmm. Um, he says, sometimes the big dog and his boss lady got to get real sensual on a date night. Light up some scented candles, break out those rose petals, and dine on a couple of these chocolate-dipped strawberries. For maximum effect, I got to get my coming to America on and have my baby boo feed me in the tub. <laughs> real, oh, my god! Real playa, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> he's just like and then we, and then we take our clothes off and I see you know, he basically right. just writes starts writing an erotic novel here oh my god yeah, like Snoop like goes in on all his kinks in this book and yeah. I'm, I'm about it do you think he actually talks like this all the time or is he just like playing it up for the book no 100% like this yeah. is have you never watched any interview with him not really oh yeah it's like this is just him like oh, he's man. unapologetically this is him all the time. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah I, and he's been like, like, he's been married to the same person since like 1997. Yeah. And, and I think even earlier than that. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's been around for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, he's, you know, he's this rapper uh, who, who, you know, talks about all this gangster stuff, but he has like the most stable marriage like anyone's ever seen. You know? <laughs> right. Yeah. And I think from like what I understand, he's like actually like a pretty good dude. Like I'd never hear shit about him being like, you know, like fucking around on his wife or any of this stuff. Right. Like, yeah. I think he's like legit, just like a cool person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd love to have Snoop Dogg be my neighbor. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that way you uh, can go eat some sensual strawberries with him. Huh? Exactly right. He just you just gotta feed it to him in the tub. <laughs> uh, so I have an honorable mention here. If in case you wanted to switch out one of the recipes, we got one called "Hot Like a Skillet Pizza." Nice. And this one says, "When I make pizza, I mix it up, Maine." M A Y N E. I mix it up, Maine. I may put a little bit of Italian sausage, a little bit of pepperoni, mozzarella, cheddar cheese. You know, different styles of cheese. And then it's the way I make the dough, too. I roll it up. I get that flour and all the ingredients that you need to make the dough. I make the bottom of the pizza from scratch, but you can just buy dough and fill it to the brim. Also, especially if you got the whole hood watch waiting on a slice. Either way, you're official like a referee with a whistle. One thing about my recipe is that it got that flavor. So when you bite into it, you're tasting multiple variations of good shit that you ain't really used to. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. man. I love it. And this is just for the stream. But before we move on from this section, I want to show you my favorite picture of the whole book. Um, And I feel like this just sort of like if this doesn't sell you on this book, nothing will. I'm just going to hold this up here slowly to the camera. (laughs) Can you oh see that? <laughs> <laughs> what are you seeing? I'm um, seeing uh, the black version of the girl with a pearl necklace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. You're right. <laughs> but it's it's Snoop Dogg, like typical, like wearing a silk <laughs> scarf over his over his braids, like looking fly as hell, holding job, a plate Snoop. of lobster. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. And there's tons of pictures like that in this book. It's so good. Like even if you're mm-hmm. never going to make any of these recipes, this is just like the best coffee table book I've ever seen. Yeah. Nice. So anyway, that's it's called From Crook to Cook. Uh Snoop Dogg Platinum Recipes from the Boss the Boss Dog's Kitchen. Wow. Um and yep, so I mean <laughs> There's some there's some stuff in there that I want to cook. Um, yeah, I'm excited about it. So yeah, I gotta I gotta I gotta go get that book. Mm-hmm. That seems like a good book, right? Um, well, I mean, if we're done, like you know, with our trip to the culinary world, mm-hmm. um, I've got a kind of a interesting story here. It'll be quick, okay? Because uh, I know we're it's kind of a longer episode uh, right. for our hundredth, but uh, yeah. A man who was abducted as a child more than 30 years ago has been reunited with his parents thanks to social media, online sluice, and a crude drawn map from memory. Oh, man. Whoa. Yeah. 
So this story is from CNN coming out of Hong Kong. Whoa. Uh, I didn't know you were Chinese. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, Ling Jingwell was only four years old when he was kidnapped by a man he knew in his family's village in southwestern Yunnan province in 1988. He was taken to live with another family in central Hainan province where he grew up according to a state-run news outlet. Um, Even as a young child, Lee realized he had been taken far from home, but he never had uh, any way of returning, even as he grew older, he told the paper. Uh, He didn't remember his birth name, his parents' names, or the name of his village. Mm. But he did remember what his home village looked like, where trees grew, where cows grazed, roads turned into rivers. He remembered the rice paddies and ponds near his house and where bamboo shoots grew in nearby in the nearby mountains. For when he was four? Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, so as a child, whenever he was homesick or sad, he would draw this picture of his village. Huh. And eventually, he started drawing it at least once a day. Um, so child abduction is like crazy in China. Apparently. Yeah. Um, Do you think it's because of that, like one or two child policy? Yep. So the experts say that it was, uh, you know, because of the one child policy, Hmm. um, which has been relaxed in recent years. Um, but for decades, those who had a second child were given heavy fines or made to abort pregnancies. Hmm. Um, many Chinese families, especially in rural areas, traditionally viewed boys as more able to provide um, and continue the line. Um, This demand drove a black market for infant boys and pushed many families to give infant girls up for adoption. Damn. Um, In recent years, technology, social media, and police departments dedicated to the issue have helped a number of now-adult abductees to reunite with their birth families. Um, another one was a, a, a girl, let's see, oh, no, a boy, um, Zhou Zinzhou, um, in 1997, he was kidnapped as a two-year-old. Um, his parents, uh, put out like a nationwide search to find him. It inspired a movie. Um, and last summer, his discover his discovery and their wildly publicized reunion. Wow. So like. They're, they're going after it. Yeah. Um, so in recent success story, the recent success stories inspired Lee to take another shot at finding his parents. So he drew a map from memory of his home village and shared it online. His childhood practice of drawing it daily paid off. The sketch shows a remarkable level of detail, including winding paths, houses, and highways, even a label showing where the water buffalo lived. Hmm. Um, so many years have passed. I don't know if anyone in my family is looking for me. Lee said in a video he posted on the Chinese video platform, uh, Du Yin. Um, I want to be able to see my parents again while they are still here. Uh, so the photo was shared across all his social media, um, the public news channels, ministry of public security, all got involved. Um, and uh, authorities located his suspected birth mother in the city of Zhaotong uh, in the Yunnan. Uh, authorities took samples of their DNA to compare and confirmed their uh, relation Whoa. this last month. That's, that's cool. Yeah. Um, after the DNA match, Lee had a video call with his mother and immediately recognized her. Aww. I'm like almost going to cry. Yeah. <laughs> like we're, oh, I've gotten like very sentimental in my like mid thirties. Yeah. Um, so he said, my mother and I have the same lips and even my teeth. Um, wow. Several days later, um, on the morning of January 1st, they were reunited at a police station in Hainan. Um, so yeah, I mean, this is pretty cool. Um, obviously, you know, like fucking child abductions and human trafficking is terrible and crazy. Um, but this picture is like, I mean, if I were to see this picture, I I mean, it could look like any town. Right. Really. Um, so pretty cool that they were able to do this and this guy who's now... 
what, 36, 37 years old. Dang. He's able to find his family after uh, 33 years of being away from him. Jeez. I mean, it Pretty goes cool. to show that, like, pay, always paying attention to your surroundings uh, can only help you. Right. Right. No, no doubt about that. Yeah. yeah. But, like, at four? Like, yeah. I don't... I have no memories from when I was four. We also no. don't have, like, a traumatic experience sure. to, yeah. like, cue that to, like, be lodged in our brains, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, like, as of late, I've been, like, really feeling like getting off of social media. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, this was like one thing that was like, oh, I guess it's, it's there for a good thing. Right. It yeah. like serves some sort of purpose, which is, you know, reuniting people across vast distances. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It could so. be used. It could be used for like an incredible force for good, but the algorithms they've created, which they themselves don't even really like fully understand <laughs> anymore. Right. Like, like mm-hmm. no one person has any sort of full understanding over the algorithm that they've made for this kind of stuff. Like, they've designed it to be polarizing for you. Right. So right. like, yes, it's, it's amazing that any of the good stuff ever breaks through. Right. Yeah. I follow this page. Um, tanks, good news on yeah. Instagram. Yeah. Cause it's just like, that's like my like spot that I go to and I'm like, I'm fucking tired of all these apps and I'll <laughs> right. go on there and just like read stories like this. I think this was actually, I found this story through that Instagram page. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, if you guys are, want something to follow on Instagram that makes you feel good, um, Tank's good news. Tank's good news. <laughs> yeah. And if you want to watch a documentary about something that you just reminded me of, Tim, that has a different ending to it, uh, <laughs> there's a there's this documentary that came out in like 2012, and I, you you all may have seen it, but it was called The Imposter. Yeah. Oh. Insane, dude. Yeah. Fucking insane. About a boy in Texas who gets abducted and then like later in in, in life, like some guy comes forward and he lives in France at the time and he's like, I'm your son. Right. And like, you know, they wind up inviting him back to their house, but then like they feel like he's he's just acting weird and like they're like it we think he's our son, but it's hard to say because he's been gone for so long, right? And like I won't spoil it for I mean, I guess like the name kind of like gives yeah, it away, right. but um <laughs> He lives with them for like years yeah. before <laughs> this, this all happens. So anyway, go watch The Imposter if you want the version of this where <laughs> the abductee becomes the con man or whatever. But Right. Yeah. Um, I guess that's not even really quite accurate. But uh, yeah. So uh, anyway, your your comment made me think of that. But your story is much more positive than what The Imposter is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I always like to look out for Tim because I know he is, uh, jobless, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. unemployed. Like the yep. Christ child was. Yeah. Like the Christ child <laughs> didn't have a job <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <clears throat> I've got a little business opportunity for you. Sweet. I am all ears, bud. This is, uh, you guys know what NFTs are, right? Oh, yep. come on. <laughs> Non-fungible something or other. Yeah. 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 Uh, this is coming from a website, nonfungibleolivegarden.com. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, this is a group of people who decided to, uh, create NFTs of different olive gardens around the U.S. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and read their project mission. Yeah. Uh, For too long, ownership of Olive Garden franchises has been dominated by capricious whims of the fiat system. (laughs) 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 That's why we're enabling anyone to trustlessly mint a non-fungible token representing one of the 880 real Olive Garden franchises in the United States. There's 800. That's shockingly low. That's so many. Well, I mean, it's. Uh, I I would have thought that there would be at least double that amount. Like, there's they're everywhere. Yeah. yeah do we have? I don't. Do we have we, an Olive Garden? We here? have one at the end of Mooney. Is there? Oh, I've never. I don't need an Olive Garden. You used to have another <laughs> one, but some guy on uh, Mooney crashed his motorcycle into it. <laughs> <laughs> I think the last time I ate at Olive Garden was in. Um, oh, what is that? In 
south of Denver in Colorado. What's that town? Cherry Chris? Creek? Colorado Springs. Oh. Yeah. You, sh- you should maybe buy an NFT of that. Um, so they continue our goal is to bootstrap a community of of olive garden enthusiasts which is why the franchise mint price is tethered to the reasonable cost of a tour of italy entree 1999 as of december 20th 2001 wow that's that's really low you can get in on this right yeah uh, missed out on minting a franchise? You can browse them on Zora, which is a website, or become part of uh, of the family by minting unlimited complimentary breadsticks as <laughs> NFTs. Yeah, as NFTs. That's actually really clever. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone is welcome co- to come join our Discord for some good conversation over a hot bowl of minestrone. Ugh. <laughs> Now they've got an FAQ section. Uh-huh. We'll go ahead. I went through a couple of these. Um, does this confer ownership or investment in a real Olive Garden franchise? Good, great question. Right. While every non-fungible Olive Garden references a real Olive Garden, ownership is currently limited to the non-fungible Olive Garden metaverse. Okay. Granting owners <laughs> no rights or privileges in meat space Olive Gardens. Okay. <laughs> meets like m-e-a-t yeah yeah like like That's, human space like yeah oh okay it, it's like, internet speak for the real world oh really <laughs> yeah we're meat yeah. space <laughs> it's like cyberspace <laughs> is for digital stuff and meat space is for like physical oh, stuff my gosh, I didn't know that. <laughs> hey do you want to go on a date but in meat space <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> oh my gosh wow um, another question so am I buying a picture of Olive Garden? <laughs> yes. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> Token artwork is for representation only and confers no ownership over the photograph. <laughs> You're not even buying the real photograph. <laughs> You're not. Because yeah, pers- how could you? You can't like enforce that. That's the whole thing with these fucking things, dude. You can't enforce it. Yeah. You're not purchasing art. You're purchasing ownership of a non-fungible Olive Garden franchise. Uh-huh. <laughs> My very next question, of course, is, well, can I buy a specific Olive Garden? Re- yeah. Uh, the initial mint of franchises is random, and you're unable to select the location. Ugh. You can, however, bra- browse franchises that have already been minted on Zora and make offers there. I mean, so you can't even... You're going to end up with one in, like... I don't know. It's Spokane, Washington, Kentucky, yeah. or something. Visalia, Kentucky. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Sounds terrible. So I did look up these prices on Zora. Okay. Most of them go for like point one to one Ethereum, which point one is like four hundred dollars. Yeah, roughly. full Ethereum is like four thousand dollars. Yeah. So they're going for four hundred to four thousand. Are they selling though? That's yeah. my whole. thing. I don't know if they are selling. Um, I went to the Discord because they have a Discord for this. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, you know, people are posting pictures of their NFTs. <laughs> Dumbasses. Right click save. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, like, people are commenting, like, oh, this one has handicapped parking in the front. That ups its value. Oh, my God. Oh, dude. man. So they're, like, they're like uh, property speculating on these pictures. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This Man. sounds terrible. Like, what What can you not create an NFT for, though? Like, yeah. I mean, someone's got to create, like, NFTs of every frame of the Shrek movie next, right? There there was this New York Times writer recently who was trying to prove, like, how dumb NFTs are, basically. Mm-hmm. And he, he took a screenshot of an article he wrote and made it an NFT, and it sold for, like, a ton of money. Oh and then he like God. he like donated the money to charity or whatever, right? But like, <laughs> like it's just a picture of an article he wrote. Wow, it's so yeah. dumb. It it seems like this is like an untapped market where it's the complete wild west, and it, and if anything, it's it's exposing how like unregulated our our like economy really is. Right, mm-hmm. you can just like pull pictures off a of Google image because <laughs> nobody's going to these these um olive garden and taking pictures right they're like no you don't actually own the picture you're owning a nft of the picture right um and then you could sell these for 400 to four thousand dollars 
yeah, well, yeah. that's the thing too with these NFTs is like the the original point of sale isn't making any, any if they are making money, it's not much money. It's the next sale. You if you're the second right. or third person to sell this thing, you're the one making money. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole thing with like Beeple, right? Mm-hmm. Like he creates these NFTs mm-hmm. and sells them for a dollar. Yeah. And then like they sell for like millions of dollars. It's crazy. On the secondary market. That's yeah. But like, why? Why? I I don't know. Like I heard. Okay, the best explanation I heard for it was for the bored apes, right? Was yeah. like which in I order don't understand to get those to, either. Yeah, in order to get into a yacht party that some like millionaire was throwing, you had to own like a a specific type of bored ape, a nautical theme bored ape, right? Uh-huh. And so then that increased the value of these nautical theme bored apes. So that you yeah. can get your ticket to this yacht party. Yeah. But it's like... Who wants to go to a yacht party? That sounds terrible. Right. <laughs> Especially if you have to buy a cartoon ape in order to go. Right. That just sounds yeah. like I'm going to get date raped. <laughs> <laughs> and and for anyone who doesn't know what the bored apes are, it's literally just like an AI created artwork of this really dumb looking ape that I, I guess like an artist drew. And then like this computer randomly puts different like versions of them together or cigars or yeah, like doesn't glasses it just basically look like um who's that band uh the gorillas the gorillas yeah yeah, yeah. it's like basically just like rip off of the gorillas right yes it yeah. is like a rip off gorillas character and this computer program just regenerates different accessories and pieces on this this ape has the same face in every every version of it it's Ugh. just uh, like his yeah. hat might change, or he might have an eye patch, or his shirt's different, or like he has a tooth now, or whatever. Like it's just, and and, and they do like a they do like um like a supreme type drop, right? Like it only mm-hmm. happens like Thursdays at nine, and like right. like humans are just we're hardwired to have FOMO, and like when people create like false scarcity, it right. just people go wild for it. Yeah, and we're I don't, so and, yeah, I don't get it, but. Someone's mm-hmm. making a ton of money and it's not me. So, yeah. I'm only making $150,000, so I don't have a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, I, I don't know. You know, I, I try to look up uh, the Visalia <clears throat> Olive Garden that we have near us. It is currently not for sale. Okay. But it was mm-hmm. minted um, in like December 20th. Oh, wow. So, all the, all the Olive Gardens are currently minted. Okay. You can buy a small handful of them, like maybe 10% of that 880. Wow. So if you've got an extra $400 just lying around <laughs> and you've always wanted to own a picture of an Olive Garden. <laughs> You're, you don't own the picture. <laughs> I've, I've got a great idea, you guys. I've got an excellent idea. If one of us can figure out how to actually make an NFT, uh, we need to do this. So we've already got the content for it because of podcast episode number whatever you someone can go look this up but we can just take the pictures of a cheeto shaped like batman or a cheeto shaped like whatever and we can just sell the nft of it right right? yeah so like we we can just do that can we create a nft of like the audio of our podcast Probably because you just need. There's no rules, right? Yeah, I don't know, Nico. Um, if when you listen to this, please (laughs) do this for us, and like, I don't know, we'll give you thirty percent. Yeah, yeah, because all all you would need is like some kind of file, and then on the file you need some sort of visual representation of it, right? So it's like a picture, Mm -hmm. and on the picture we could put a QR code, which is really easy to generate, and that QR code could go right to you know. Some folder we have saved somewhere that it only goes to that place with our yeah. our episode done, and then we do cool. that to like fifty different people, and they'll never know that like we've sold the same <laughs> NFT like a hundred times. Well, actually, they exactly. will because of the whole blockchain that makes that hard to do. But uh, right, but if you're just creating like QR codes for it, like you you can have fifty different files, yeah, that go to different like. I don't know, Addison talking about peeing in his garage. <laughs> or yeah. like Chris saying, my wife. My wife. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we could be sitting on... We, we could all be like 100 heirs after this. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, somebody make this happen for us. Like, we'll pay you 30%. <laughs> um, well, to wrap it up, 
for episode 100, do you guys want to do a good old fashioned thought experiment? Hell yeah, brother. Let's do it. So this one's going to be like a little bit conceptual, right? So you need to expand your mind a little bit. You know, we've got uh, this okay. like this <clears throat> eye Im- imagery here on our stream and in a lot of our branding, we've got like the all seeing eye. So, you know, yeah, dude. O- open that third eye. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So <clears throat> would you rather strangle a dog with your bare hands? Oh, God. Or would you rather strangle a bear with your dog hands? Oh, oh no. <laughs> I don't want to do either of these things. I love animals. Oh. But this is life or death, fight or flight. And you okay. just got some dog hands. How are you going to strangle this bear? Fuck, dude. <laughs> so I kind of want to go with strangling a bear with my dog hands uh-huh. because then at least they're not my hands. I'm almost not culpable for murdering this beautiful creature yeah well they would be your hands they'd be your, your th- dog hands they'd be my dog hands not my man hands yeah <laughs> but you don't um, have man hands anymore oh sick so i'd have to keep dog hands for the rest of my life <laughs> yeah, yeah it's the punishment oh, for strangling this bear oh. <laughs> but yeah then again like i now have dog hands for the rest of my life and this bear is more than likely gonna put up a fight yeah. I mean, you're going to die. Yeah. Like, if you pick the bear, you die. Yeah, I've seen The Revenant. Like, If you pick the dog, like more than likely the dog's going to die. Yeah. It's me oh. or him. I don't Man. know, but how, how much street cred would you get for <laughs> a bear with dog hands? Oh, my God. That's true. Can you imagine the <laughs> NFT? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, it's not a, I don't think... I, I don't understand them, guys. So. Yeah, non-fergible not- token. Yeah, not Tim's Tech Corner. Tim's Tech, whatever you said, not alone. Tim's Tech Corner. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. Does it have to be a dog? I know. <laughs> I mean, it might help. Yeah, you you're strangling Matilda. No, your mom's dog, <laughs> Abby. Abby. Oh, that's pretty easy because she was a little Chihuahua. Yep. Pretty easy. I'd I'd be afraid to strangle Matilda. Yep. Um, she'd put up a fight. Yeah, it's a thick neck. Also, I'd have to sneak up behind her. And <laughs> you, do like the elbow, like yeah. Good go luck, sleep, man. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. She has exceptionally long quips, which are like the fleshy part inside of her toenails. Okay, so I can't trim them back that far. So they're she's got some claws. Ooh, she's yeah. like the GMO dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um. Okay, I'll go first. Go. Yeah. I am going to, I'm going to strangle a dog. You son of a bitch, dude. I may not be able to live with myself, but at least I could still masturbate myself. Well, with bare hands? No, with my, yeah. Oh, wait. I have bare, like. Yeah, it's not like bare human hands. It's like you have the hands of a bear. Oh, I was thinking you said B-A-R-E hands. No, no, no. That's why I told you you had to expand your mind. Got you. Okay. So from here on out, you're either going to have dog paws or bear claws. Yeah. Oh. Oh my god. What kind of labor could I do with bear hands, though? (laughs) Digging, probably. Digging. Yeah. Yeah. Climbing trees. You'd probably be like a Russian superhero. Do anything when you got up the tree? Ooh, maybe do some sort of like. You know how like Russians are really into arm wrestling? Mm -hmm. There's got to be a country that's into thumb wars. Bears don't have thumbs. Oh, they got something. Yeah. No, they do. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You get into, like, bear fist boxing or something. Yeah. You, I I mean, I didn't read it. I heard it, so I didn't know it was B-A-R-E hand right. boxing. <laughs> bear knuckle boxing. Yeah, just... Uh, yeah. You, you have them wrapped up when you first start, and then when you're losing, you're like, this isn't even my final form. <laughs> Take them off. Oh, oh man. Okay. Yeah, I'm 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 gonna pick the strangling a bear with my dog paws mm-hmm. 
so that I could die because I don't want to have to pick. Oh, man. I'm going to die during this. So. Okay. Yeah. Going out in a, a, a blaze of glory. Yeah, in my feeble attempt to strangle a bear. Bears weigh like 700 pounds, oh, dude. Oh, yeah. They're huge. They're yeah. pure apex predators. Yeah. They're alpha predators. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, man, actually, yeah, you only could... uh, polar bears and grizzly bears are apex predators. Really? Yeah. Black bears and brown bears and other types of bears are mostly just scavengers. They're That's beta true. bears. Yeah. They're beta bears. <laughs> you could imagine the kind of reception you could roll up into uh, AlphaCon if you had uh, bear hands. <laughs> or, if you, or if you strangled a bear with dog hands. Right. Right. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with, yeah, strangling a dog with bear hands. Um, because I feel like. I still want to live a little bit longer, and I don't think I could win against a bear, especially with dog hands. <laughs> Jesus. Uh-huh. Um, and I feel like I could really, you know, expand my horizons. Like, you know, maybe I could be on a TV show where I'm a doctor with bare hands, and I'm always messing things up. Uh-huh. Okay. Doing surgery, like, oh, I got this. Rip! it's a a terrible idea (laughs) Uh, what would the name of that show be Um, Um, Barry Barry Wilson gynecologist at law (laughs) (laughs) gynecologist with fucking bare hands (laughs) alright this is gonna hurt a little you you keep your filthy paws off my silky draws (laughs) oh my gosh or it could be you could be a dentist and the show would be called Grant and Barrett (laughs) (laughs) oh man um starring Tim pro- Allen. <laughs> yeah, maybe I do some sort of like I do finger paints, right? Mm-hmm. As a bear. Mm-hmm. People would be into that. Yeah. Probably rip through any canvas because you have razor sharp talents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Alright. Well, that's 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 fair enough. It's they seem like pretty reasonable uh uh answers that no one can dispute the the logic of so good job yeah yeah Yeah, if you if you want to answer this question you go ahead and hit us up on pt.podcasters at gmail.com yep or you just head to our website which is what uh ptpod.fun yeah you leave us a voicemail click the voicemail you don't even need an account you don't need an account i think you get 60 seconds to say whatever you want um and you could tell us what you would choose or why our reasoning is wrong. You can yeah. also tell us how terrible of a person Addison is Whoa. Uh, for murdering a reindeer chihuahua with his B-E-A-R bare hands. Yep. <laughs> or if you didn't like this thought experiment, you could just uh, come up with your own yeah. and tell us, tell us that too. Own. We love fan yeah. submissions. We do. Yeah. yeah. We'll shout you out if you want it. Yep. Yeah. It really takes the burden off of me. <laughs> so I love it. <laughs> uh, thanks again, everybody, for tuning into the stream. And if you're listening to this, thanks again for listening to the podcast. Uh, 100 episodes. And uh, it's all because of you. Well, it's mostly because of us, but you were there, too. Yeah. We did it, guys. Right. <laughs> we we did made it. it to 100. We made it. Here's to 200. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to take us two and a half years. Yeah. I mean, we average like 40 episodes a year. Right. So. I want to do this long enough that when my kids become teenagers, their friends will find it and be really embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's something I don't have to worry about. So good luck to you guys. Yeah. All his yeah. kids are in socks. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to uh, get that reference and you're on the stream, go listen to the audio version of this <laughs> and go back to the beginning. Yeah, we'll have a special clip at the end of t- the sound effect Tim Socks make. <laughs> uh, that's on the Patreon exclusive uh, tier, yeah. I think. Right? We'll make a Patreon just so you can get that exclusively. Yeah. Um, it's also on Tim's OnlyFans. What is that one again, Tim? <laughs> Roosterfish 559. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, the 559, those are two measurements. You got to pick out which one is which. <laughs> Uh, 
Uh, all right. Well, this has been episode 100 of the Part-Time Podcast. My name is Chris. Don't quit your day job. Uh, this is Tim. We live for you, and we die for you. And this is Addison. If you see a friend, tell a friend. So we waited till nighttime and we took this big bucket of frogs and we stood like on something in his backyard over this fence. Oh no. And we threw the frogs at passing cars. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, you're definitely on a registry for this. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. We were like we were like twelve. So I don't that's know. That's too old. Yeah, that's past <laughs> the age of accountability, man. You're going straight to hell, don't pass go. <laughs> oh my gosh.